gates of hell. We hope you are all doing rather swell. We have our house decorated with ghosts and spiders. Cheers along with us, so grab your apple ciders. Cut to the chase, it's here to keep it reals. Welcome to our second season of Thrills and Chills. Tonight we have a guest, a long time in the making. For the midnight hour, his brain is ours for the taking. If it wasn't for this guy, my movie knowledge would be dry. We share some DNA, so let's hear what this trivia legend has to say. Welcome to my uncle, Kevin W. Smith. Yeah! Woo! What's up, Kev? Welcome to Cut to the Chase, man. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Pleasure to be on here. Yeah, like I said, a long time in the making. Sorry, my voice is a little dry after doing that cackle. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to attempt to do the whole episode like that, but uh, I don't think my voice is that was a stellar intro, Lacey Lou, and a, and a fantastic way to kick off this Halloween season. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. So, well, Kev, since this, like we said, is a long time in the making. And, and your first time here. Yes. yes thank you again. <laughs> so, well, wait, no, we're not letting you off that easy. we got a little hazing that we're about to do. Oh, yeah. Hazing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you were going to go through um, our five questions we're going to ask you. And then uh, we'll get into the episode after that. So, all right. Are you ready for this fast five finger round? And you could win. Who wants to be a millionaire? Wow. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. What was your first horror film? It was The Shining. The Shining. Ooh. What was that experience like? As a kid? Yeah, I was like two. <laughs> <laughs> That explains so much. And, and I used to walk around like Jack, Jack Nicholson with a hanger. What? Yeah, I used to scare the crap out of your mom and grandma. So, so you were a little freak. I guess. <laughs> Did you say? No, I didn't do that. <laughs> All right. Um, so, what is the spookiest thing that has ever happened to you? Spookiest thing that's ever happened to me probably was. When I was in kindergarten, when the rocking chair was moving by itself. Really? Where was this rocking chair? In Grandma's house. Oh. In the oh. library. Okay, so a little bit of context. Um, our Grandma's house used to be haunted. Right. What do you mean, used to be? Uh, Kev? Was they exercised out? Sure. Yeah? Um, I think I, I think it was one of those things to where people... Nothing ever happened to me in that house, so I can't attest to any... But something happened to everybody else. So I can't personally attest to any of this. Right. But everybody else wears up and down. So, yeah. but See, like when, when that happened, I was in kindergarten. Yep. And uh, my mom, Lacey's grandmother, mm-hmm. like she woke me up to get me up for school. And she's like, Kevin, I can't find my car keys and I can't find your flashcards to it. So I can work with you. I'm like, okay. So she went upstairs. I got up because my bedroom used to be downstairs. Then when I went to um, go into the library, the laundry uh, mount, I heard something rocking back and forth. When I looked in there, the rocking chair was rocking all by itself, and I had the flashcards and my mom's keys. What? And, yeah. No. Yeah. In that same house? In that same house. That I've been to? Yes. Yeah. Then I yelled, no. I yelled at my mom, and I told her to come here. She came down. Yeah. And so she saw the, the orange rocker moving back it and forth. It was still rocking? It was still rocking. Then she got a hanger and unlocked the door. Yeah. Then once yeah. we went in there, it stopped all, all 
all of a sudden. Really? Yes. Huh. No windows open? No windows open. So it couldn't have been like a... But how did the, how did the keys... Yeah, no, that is... <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I, mean, I got absolutely there's, nothing. There's a lot more other stuff, but that's probably the most... That's that so happened to you. Right. Now, if you get, like, Nikki or my Uncle Kurt or, you know... If you, Different stories. Yeah, my yeah. mom had some really crazy stories. Grandma really? Sandy and Grandpa Art. Huh? Uncle Aaron? Yeah, Aaron. Uh, you know, his story... I think maybe creeps me out the most. It was when uh, you hear the basketball. Oh, yeah. I was part of that. Yeah. Tell that story. Oh, there was a time the night before <laughs> my brother, Kurt, yep. sees uncle, uncle, her uncle, Kurt. Yep. Um, he had a poker night with some of his high school buddies. This mm. was probably about 88, 89. And the night before they had poker. And so the only ones that were in the house was me, Aaron, and Aaron's brother, Chris. Okay. And all of a sudden, I had this green and white Celtics basketball. It was a Kevin McHale. Yes. And I had it in my room. All of a sudden, you hear the door open. And the the basketball came rolling out of my room. And it went down the stairs. It goes, you know how my parent, my parents' house has split floor. Split, yep. And all of a sudden, yep. it went all the way down the stairs. Going. And then you it, can just hear it, like, duh, duh, yep. duh, right? Then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you heard someone flip over the car table with all the poker chips. I wish to inquire about your what? $100 All of a sudden, you heard footsteps anything? going into that same, exact same library that I was talking about. Yeah. You heard the door slam. All of a sudden, you heard... Things being thrown. Really? And so we went down there. So Aaron, Chris, and myself, we went down there, and all the all the biblical books yep. w- was thrown. No. Then. Bagul. Then on the floor, because uh, our parents used to have a whole bunch of different like books about cults and stuff like that. There's this. What book, do you mean? Like about cults. Like, yeah. like a cult. Really? Like, like, yeah. like devil worshipping. Like supernatural. Supernaturals. Like, yeah. I mean, our family wasn't like Satanists or anything like that. They were just, they were really religious people, but they were, if you want to learn one side of the spectrum. You got to get everything. Right. Yeah, right. So that's absolutely. what, you know. Yep. So. And so, so on, on this page, I mean, there was a book that was like, it was just open and it was open up to a witch's vinegar. Really? Yeah. Okay. So Dan's like, I'm never going over to your grandma. That's exactly what I'm thinking. No, no, but no, uh, the poker chips were all thrown yep. around, right? Yep. And the funny thing is about those. Uh, after that incident, I believe they decided uh, at the next Brussels they were going to get rid of these books. Yep. Right. And so. That was that your uh, when you guys lived in the Madison. Yep. Or, yep. And so, um. So they decided to get rid of these books, and they were like in the back of like the garage or whatever. Mm-hmm. Basement. Or basement. Uh, yep. Yeah, because people still like this is like obviously way pre-COVID to where you allowed other people into your basement or a garage sale. Yep. <laughs> but this weird girl, I guess this is how my mom told the story, anyways. Is this weird girl? Um, she was like very, I guess like 
I guess you would call her like uh, gothic. Yeah, or new age you know, type. Yeah, like she was definitely like Wiccan or something. Right. And I mean, nothing against that, and I hope I didn't lose a listener by saying that. But I mean, this is how my mom told the story, so I'm just relaying it. Um, so she comes directly into the house, down to the basement, just goes straight for the books. And like, I mean, it's not something you advertise. Yes, we have Satanist books. Right. You know, like right. it wasn't something that uh, that was advertised in the you know the the. The newspaper right for yeah for the ad yes so she comes and she knows exactly where they are grabs them that's all she got and she took them and then i guess i think pretty much after that things kind of cooled down and yeah. stuff stopped happening after those books were gone wow i don't even see and i start thinking like <laughs> i think so many things but like what does it mean you know like was it a malicious ghost that just didn't want Kurt and his friends playing poker? <laughs> like, did they, were they like an older ghost and they didn't like the noise? Was it that type of situation? Uh, that, see, that's freaky. That reminds me of the, the witches in, like, paranormal activity. Um, well, I mean, like, there was, there's a lot more. There, there is a lot well, yeah, more. I don't, I don't know if I want to hear it. Yeah, I mean, we'll just leave it. Yeah, but then maybe, I mean, maybe next time we bring him on, he can tell us yeah. more. I thought we were doing a podcast on the Midnight Hour. Yeah. <laughs> more, more, more. I don't want more, more, more. I don't like this. Are you scared? Like, it freaks me is out. Is this no. the spookiest thing that's happened to you now? Okay, nothing <laughs> nothing like that has, has happened to me, but I've heard so many stories from so many credible sources that yeah stuff like that like anytime anybody ever tells a story like that too it's really like I don't know like you, you like guys feel it yeah <laughs> it feels eerie like it's, as you were telling it I'm like I can feel something with my shoulder but that's creepy okay so could I get you to stay all night by yourself in my grandma's basement well, that's a no. <laughs> like, that'd have to be a prize. <laughs> I, I'm your prize. Okay, then, yes. Are you staying there with me? No. I said by yourself. No, then. <laughs> I wouldn't in a million years. No. I, no. I, How about the library? No. Stop, no. <laughs> after the, no. But that rocking chair is still there, by the way. Well, and nothing's happened after she picked up the book, so. Oh, see, no, see. <laughs> I mean, just like... a, no, I'm good. I'm all set. I like it here. I like it here, even though we live like two feet away from the cemetery over there. We do sometimes. You notice that, Kev? There's oh. a cemetery. Right yeah, it's there. right there, yeah. Right across the street. Um, yeah, I've had a couple freaky things happen, but here? Yeah. What do you mean? But, I mean like nothing that I felt like I just think probably our neighbor. <laughs> I mean, anyways, Yeah. Um, that's for another topic. We're on Kevin's five questions. Yes, let's get back to this. All right, Kevin, what was your favorite Halloween costume that you ever dressed up as? Darth Vader. Darth yes. Vader. No, Kevin's had some really creative costumes over the years. Yeah. You know, she uh, says to me the other day, she goes, she hasn't seen Rogue One. She hasn't seen, you know, episode four. Yeah. She's like, should we go see Empire Strikes Back in the theater? I said, absolutely not. She's like, why? It doesn't really matter if I see him out of order. I'm like, in this instance, it matters. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Anyways, I was like, what is that relevant? And I was like, oh, he said he was Darth Vader. Right. Um, how old were you? I was in first grade. First grade. Do you have a favorite Halloween costume you went in? Uh, a Ninja Turtle? That's what you say every time. I'm always thinking he's going to have like a more, like, diverse answer the next time. Like... I was a Power Ranger. Okay. Yes, we know. But I couldn't even be the Green Ranger. I had to be the Red Ranger. Which, like, the Red Ranger was my favorite until the Green Ranger came in. And then, like, 
Like, who doesn't want to be dating right. Jason Frank, you know? With the so, vest? Right. He had the golden vest on? I wanted that vest. I never got that vest. You know, I don't think my costumes were ever, like, really, like, elaborate or, like, I was Minnie Mouse a fucking bunch. Yeah. Um, Cinderella. Uh, I was never Cinderella. I thought you were Cinderella. <laughs> I was, uh, the fairy godmother because we were so poor my mom couldn't afford a costume so I just Oh, is that, is that, is that <laughs> the snowstorm? We're not telling the story, Kevin. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not going. No, my my worst <laughs> costumes though were exactly what you just said when my mom was like, "Oh, you don't need a costume." And she she'd make a compilation of all the previous <laughs> costumes before. So like one time, I was like half clown, half Rambo, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> no joke. I was like, what am I doing with my life? It was Stallone with with a clown wig. With a, yeah. Well, that actually brings up a good point. So yeah, what? That's no, point no but that. for worst costumes, you know, we're always yes. asking best costumes. So yes. I'd say my worst costume would be the year where we were so poor, so I just took a blue, like, silk robe that my mom oh, had and wrapped myself around in it, and, like, I got a dollar wand from the dollar store and said that I was, fair, I was Cinderella's <laughs> fairy godmother. Yes. And... You can tell a story if you wanted what happened that night. Oh, and so later on that night, it started snowing. <laughs> Literally. Snowing yeah. on Halloween. Yeah, that's the and worst. Lacey went to go take running. Because I was so excited because this house was so big. Right. Yeah. Right. She, she lost all of her candy. Oh, no. And I face planted it into the snow. Oh, no, baby. Kurt and Kevin, my, my two uncles, like, they're sh- they should be over there helping me get up and find my candy. And instead, they're just laughing that, like, I'm laying there in the snow. Like, ah! <laughs> Assholes. Wow. And I just remember all the kids coming by and picking up all of our candy. It sucks. It sucks. So she she got like one of those like peanut butter things that no one likes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what are the chili ones? Oh, those are disgusting. One year I had my candy stolen from me. That's some not ki- surprising. Some kids just ran up on us and like jacked us. We chased them. Whatever. What are we gonna do? So what was your worst costume, Kev? Probably just me going as myself. How many times did you go as yourself? Once or twice. Oh, okay. So are you talking about trick or treating? Or? Yeah. Okay, but now or when, any year when you don't when you don't have a costume, have you ever gotten shit from anyone? Like about not dressing up and, and still asking for candy? Because uh, I, n- I never did that. No. No. Kev, when you went as yourself. No, but I would not like have like a Celtics hat on, so I was like a Celtics fan. You know? I'm like, a sports fan. Yeah. <laughs> That's like uh, Max Dennison. Yeah, he's a little leaguer. He's a little leaguer. Did anybody ever tell you you were too old to be trick or treating? No, because yes. I, I, I quit. I quit going like once I was like in middle school. So. Yeah, like I, w- I dressed up and we walked around like when I was like in eighth grade. That's the last time I think I went out. I was a sexy nurse, a little thirteen <laughs> year old dressed up as a sexy nurse. Um, but we didn't like actually go up to any houses and get candy or anything. We. Just walked around the neighborhoods thinking we were cool shit. Here's a fun story. So, (laughs) on Cape Cod, there is a neighborhood full of little people. So one year, we went trick-or-treating in their neighborhood, and it was the most magical experience ever. It was just like Oz. It was. No, it it was. It was so much fun. So, Dan, here's a question for you. Yes. So, here in Des Moines, Iowa, right. we do not celebrate 
Halloween. We have a thing. I'm sorry. What's that? <laughs> we call it Beggar's Night. It's on October 30th. Okay. Well, I mean, that's for like general like right. trick or treating. Right. Okay. It's called Beggar's Night. It's Beggar's Night. Yeah. Okay. Like that's... people don't go trick or treating on Halloween. They go on Beggar's Night. The night before. Yeah. Which okay. Uh, what's Halloween on this year? Saturday. Saturday. So you really can't lose if you go on a Friday night. Yeah. If you're a kid. I don't know. I've never heard of that before. Um, I don't know why. Why Why do they do it? Do you think? It's because what? kids here in Des Moines, they are kind of mischief. Right. Well, so <laughs> that, that kind of, it's like a curfew. And so, well, yeah. so since like, like 1950s right. something, whatever, that's when they switched it yeah. to, to have it. Because they're like, oh, let's let the little kids have their night and the kids. And then all the drunks when people are out drinking and driving. Like yep. they won't hit. Yeah, no, and then I, that's what I think it is. And that's definitely the same thing in Massachusetts as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but as adults, we celebrate Halloween on the fucking thirty first. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, obviously, we all get all geared up as we're doing right now. You know, this whole house is decked out with Halloween stuff now. Starting in October, one of the best things is going to Salem. I've never been on Halloween, but I went a couple weeks before, and the streets were flooded with people. Flooded. It was cool for about maybe the first like hour or two, and then as the night progressed, literally just like a sea of drunken idiots, and it was no longer fun. Yeah, you yeah. Know? When things are overpopulated and overcrowded, yep. it definitely. Or if you have to wait like in line. Same, same and, thing. Like the you lines. go to a haunt, like. Yep. And you have to wait all night, and it's fucking freezing. I mean, that's half the fun. Somewhat, if it's just like one haunt, I guess, or whatever. But if like you go to like Sleepy Hollow, where there's like eight different haunts, and you have to wait an hour to see each one, it kind of loses its. That's what we did last year. It wasn't as bad as what it's been in previous years, though. No, like the first line we were in was really bad, but then we got in like to the end. We got in really quickly, but I love Sleepy Hollow. I love the atmosphere. I love the the town. Yes, it feels like Halloween town. Yeah, Kev, I, I didn't, so last year we went and it was, it was really late, there was like nobody in the park except like the staff, yeah. meaning all the guys in costume and stuff, but like it was really misty that night, it was like the perfect night for, for Sleepy Hollow, so we were walking around, we had like one more thing to do or whatever, and all we see is like a group of like, you got a Frankenstein and a Wolfman and like all these different creatures and they're all just standing around in a circle having like a staff meeting. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on here? As soon as I said that, they all ah, ran after us. <laughs> but it's just so much fun, man. I, I don't know. I love that stuff. And that's why I can't wait to get into this movie too, but we'll talk about that later. All right, so we've been doing this whole thing on uh, Cut to the Chase, and uh, Kevin's like, I'm aware. Yeah, uh, everybody says that you should not be allowed to participate. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he has the most correct answers. But I'll also say this though. I could see that pertaining to you, but not necessarily to me. Like, we've had some conversations, but I wouldn't say, hey, if you listen to the podcast, I wouldn't say that you have any more or less chance than Kevin does. Do you know what I mean? 
Like, he knows me just as much as people listen to Well, but they're so. not, like, 50-50 answers, though. Like, I mean, it's... <laughs> He's I mean, gotten I, a lot right, though, pertaining to yes, me. Yes, he a has. Lot. Yeah, well, a I think lot. he pays Guessing. attention. Yeah, right. But, yeah, well, clearly, yeah. Well, I think you do, like, process of elimination and yeah. things like that based off of conversation. Like, he's very perceptive. Do you like the polls, though? Are they I fun? like them. I mean, it's fun, yeah. right? Yeah, when I'm at work, that's... Right. When I get on my breaks, I'm like, oh, they put a new poll question. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and we are officially doing a Halloween giveaway. We're going to do a video about that coming up in a couple weeks, obviously, before Halloween. It's going to be a big deal. So if you have been participating in those polls and you're listening now, um, you'll definitely want to tune in because the more you get right, the more chances you get to win. Yes, and we'll probably post a poll uh, based off of this episode. Yes, so. yeah, and that's another thing. It's like, yeah, now you've got to listen to our episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you won't be able to guess on that one. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the questions was, um, you know, my uncle knows me very well, and as I stated before, I wouldn't be the horror movie fan, or just a movie fan in general, if it wasn't for this guy right here. Like, I remember being like five and watching Demons. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. Like, in my ba- in... I had no idea that was an Italian horror film. <laughs> I didn't know it was an Italian horror film. Right? Like, we just loved that. I thought it was Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dubbed. Yep. But mine, Cheryl. Like, I fucking love that hey, movie. Hey, give me the knife. <laughs> and then he comes back in part two. Yeah, as, as the bodybuilder. Like, I love that movie. And I mean, that just goes to show you. I mean, you've taken me to see so many movies. We've seen. Let's see, like Night of the Roxbury. I remember that. Yeah. Um, God. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, I mean, so many. I'm trying to think, right? Like, there's the cell. The cell. Um, Wrong turn. Yep. Ooh. That. Uh, did we see Hostel together? Oh, we did. Uh, well, I think one of my favorite movie theater experiences might oh, drag be. Me to hell. Yes, drag me. To hell. Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, that's one of the movies that I've... I've only walked out on, like, three movies in my entire life. Yeah. Uh, and Drag Me to Hell was one of them. And it's not because I thought it was a bad movie. It was... It was because it was a PJ, PG-13 movie that... And the kids thought it'd be fun to start running around until someone in this living room told him to shut the F up. And who was that person? Uh, that would be Kevin. <laughs> oh, uh, you! Oh, I thought that and, was you. And if you know him, like, he doesn't <laughs> right. care if people swear or whatever, but, like, he doesn't use that language, like, at all. So <laughs> right. when he turns around to these little 12-year-old kids or 13-year-old kids and he goes, would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> You're kind of like, whoa. Shit just got real. <laughs> like, I mean... Yeah. So I mean that was an experience, but we did end up going back. We got our money back, and we went at, we went to go see it again. What was but. it? The next day, I went to go see a movie with Josh, and they saw me, and they're like, "Oh, here's some free movie tickets." So yeah. I, I, oh, got, wow. I got to see Terminator Salvation. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was free, right? Like, exactly. Oh, this guy here, whatever, had a bad experience last night. Give him a free. Free pass to the movie. I'm like, okay, cool, because you know they they used to know me by name, like right. when I used to go there all the time. So yeah, absolutely. But yeah, he's been with me. I've seen a lot of the movies that I've seen for the first time. The one that we're going to talk to you about here in a little bit. Yeah, he's got to watch it. We watched it today for the first time. We did. Well, he had seen it before, so right. another first, and he's going to get another first with me when I go see the thing on the big screen later. Yeah. Which is my favorite oh, horror movie of all time. Oh, wow. Is it really? Yes. Oh, okay. I've actually met two of the people that were in the movie. The thing. No shit. Oh, really? Yes. I, I, well, I knew that. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, really? <laughs> he goes, yes. <laughs> I think I might have been there, was I? Yeah, it was, it was your very first con, uh, con that we ever went to. Yeah, we'd go yeah. to Days of the Dead, yeah. Yep. And we bought uh, Barrelman a drink. Berryman. Yeah. yeah, Michael Berryman. Michael Berryman. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you want a beer? He goes, okay. So Lacey bought him a beer. I did. Sweet <laughs> All right, so back to this damn question. This was supposed to be Fast Five. <laughs> oh, well. So we got two more? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we can just do this all night. So <laughs> so we went, um, so the poll, one of my questions was, so like I said, he's seen a lot of fucking movies with me. Okay? The question uh, I also gave, I was like, if you get this right, uh, I'll give you an extra point if you can name the movies. Mm-hmm. And this question was, uh, which Halloween films with Michael Myers? Yep have I actually seen in the movie theater. In the theater. And so the guy before Kevin comes in, just to destroy everybody, like he, A, Ram Man had it right. Or yep. he, he almost had it right. He was missing one. He didn't put uh, Halloween. Yes. Yep. And then here comes Kevin. I am mad because we have one thing a lot. <laughs> 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 like you just know, like, he, like I know that you're like looking and you're like, Nope, that's that's not right. No. Nope. I'm gonna get it right now, though. No. Nope. So, first, like, guys. One. So, guys, here's a little tip for these polls. Uh, there's not gonna be too many more of them, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if Kevin W. Smith is answering, it's probably best to follow his fucking lead. Okay. <laughs> best piece of advice I can give you for 2020. Or have we had conversations with him, and now we're just trying to throw you all off? Yeah, like that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh the who t- knows so the, the the correct answer for me was halloween halloween h2o halloween resurrection rob zombies one and two and obviously 2018 right so but then he threw it back and said but the real question is what are the ones that i have seen in the theater so that's a great question because it was really making me rack my brain um all right, so should I answer this or should I just let you answer it? You can try to answer it. Oh, okay. Um, well, man. Um, okay, so 78 was the year you were born. Right. So I don't think that, and I don't think you've ever seen it on the big screen. So I, I'm going to rule out part one. I don't know, you saw The Shining when it was two. But, but this is on the big screen. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to rule out part one. Um... <laughs> Let's see, 78, 81 uh, is when part two came out. So I think you might have been a little young for that, so... Even still. 79, you would have been like three. Well, actually, you know, I seen Child's Play 3 for the uh, when I was three in the theater, so I'm going to put that as a maybe. A maybe. I don't think you've seen Halloween 3, Season of the Witch in the theater. I do not think so. Um, I think you have seen four, five... Curse, H2O, Resurrection, Rob Zombies both, and 2018. So I think you have seen... Four on. Four and on. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to fucking put it. Um, with the possibility of seeing part two. But I do not think you have seen the first one. So... Wrong. Fuck! Okay, I would say you saw all of those in the theater except five. Wrong. Fuck. <laughs> why, why he was about, I don't know. I hate five. He was shaking he his head goes, like I was right though for a second. He goes, I was like, wrong. <laughs> okay. All right. 
So you, what you is? Us. Yeah, what is the answer? Maybe you should start doing daily polls. Right? <laughs> Maybe you should start a podcast. It's six. I've seen six of them. Okay, six so, movies. So, so which ones which did ones? I miss? I'll tell you how I saw them all in order. Okay. I saw number four. I got yeah. that one right. I saw that one twice in the theater. Okay. I saw H2O. So you didn't see five or six? No. Okay. I saw those on VHS. Okay. I saw the fifth one, like, on my birthday, like in... I'm sorry. 94 or something like that. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah. Number... I've seen H2O. Yep. I've seen that twice in the theater. I saw it once with my brother, Kurt, and Lacey's uncle, Kurt. And I also saw it in the theater with you, your mom, and Nikki. Yes. At, at the Silver Theater. Yeah, it was like a buck, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. This is H2O? Yeah. H2O. And so then I saw... I saw... Uh, Resurrection. Yes. Me and Kurt was in that, and some guy behind us, he kept on dropping his glo- uh, beer bottles. <laughs> what? Yeah, he what brought was beer. Is that? that Southridge? Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> and then he said, and then he said, trick or treat, motherfucker. I seen H. I'm at Rob Zombie's first one. Mm-hmm. I seen. You seen that with me? I seen that. It was all of us. And you seen Rob Zombie's with me as well. Not the second one. What do you mean? I've never seen the second one. What do you mean? Still? I've well, still never seen the Rob Zombie second Why? Movie. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Why is that? I've just never seen it. Is it because you've heard things about it where... You, like, I would say skip it. No, you can't <laughs> skip it. You can't. What do you mean? That movie is so off the wall, batshit crazy, you have to see it. It's like, motherfuck this, motherfuck that. Like, you think I have a dirty mouth? Right, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's, pretty it's bad. like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Is that Basically, movie? yeah. No! Except with, with ghosts and white horses. Yeah. It gets yeah. out there, so yeah, then, carry on. Then, what was it, like in 2013? Me and Kelly actually went and revisited Halloween, and that was her first time. Nice. That's day. right! I didn't know that. Fuck! The original? Yeah. Original. Okay. Because she's never seen a Halloween film. Where'd you see oh, that? Uh, Southridge. No. We saw it on Beggar's Night. Do you... I remember that now. Yep. I do remember that. Then then I saw the 2018 one, one which I hated. So You hate it? Yep. Okay. Now, when you saw the original um, okay. uh, on, on the big screen... Uh, and Kelly had never seen it on the big screen. Did it seem still effective? Because, like, it's the OG. It's yeah, like literally it's the so first of its kind. But Kelly's like, she feels like, I feel like he's like a pedophile. Just uh, I'm looking at these women. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely a creeper. He's definitely a creeper, that one. So, yeah, so it's only six I've actually seen in the theater. Right, right. The first time I saw Halloween was on HBO back in probably... 1981, Right. Yeah, I think he said the only one he has yes. not seen it's was Curse. 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 Oh, okay. Um, he, he didn't say three. He said never, Curse. He's never, he's never seen Halloween three. That's really? 
yeah, you do, he won't watch that one. Yeah, well, it, it's, it, I'm telling you, it's a thing in my family. I've never yeah. seen it. Yeah. Um, it's a curse. Like it. It's actually a good film. I, I like it personally. I am so. That's curious the most expensive see. movie that I have never seen. Yeah. Really? Yep. I paid like four hundred dollars for that fucking movie. That's I think the price true. changes every That's time. That's not. It just goes up every time. <laughs> it, well, it overdrew my account. I think yeah. it started at like <laughs> sixty bucks. Now we're yeah. at four hundred. No, that's true. Re- okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. So, and the last question that we have for you, uh, we ask everybody. It's a fuck Mary kill. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, um. So. This isn't awkward. Well, it's not. It, it's movies, so it's not like people. So, all right. So we're gonna do. Um. We're the. Uh, Franchises uh, jump the shark, so you have to fuck one, kill one, and marry one. Okay? Okay. Halloween Resurrection, Friday 5, The New Beginning. Is that right? Is it New Beginning? Yes. Or is it Jason Lives? That's six, right? No, that's six, because it's actually not Jason 5. So So that would would mean that, yes. All right. So, uh, Halloween Resurrection, uh, Friday 5. Friday 5, or Freddy's Dead. So fuck oh. one, kill one, marry one, go. Jump the shark. Oh. Well, I can only do two because I've never seen Freddy's Dead. So. Oh. Okay, we'll back that up. Uh, <laughs> um, we'll do Nightmare Five then. Nightmare okay. Five. Good. Good. Or, or should we do uh, Freddy's Revenge? Because a lot of people classify that as jumping the, the part shark right two? after. Um, yeah. you can do that. All right. We'll All right. Start. So starting over, we got. <laughs> All right. Uh, Halloween Resurrection, Friday Five. Okay, I'd say that would probably be the one I marry. Friday Five? Yeah. Okay. Then Resurrection would be the one, you know, to do the whatever. <laughs> and the one to kill would be Freddy, the, the second Freddy. The okay. second Freddy, okay. You would kill that one? Yeah, I, I saw that in the theater and didn't care for it. Yeah, same. So you're going so to bone Halloween Resurrection? Yeah. Well, hey, I'll also say this too. Um, we're gonna get into some killer Halloween party talk later, uh, just due to the movie that we're watching. That movie has a pretty dope Halloween party when they go as as uh, as the guys from Pulp Fiction. That's a bumping party. Yeah. And then, it, like a little dork, he goes into the little den area and. And start sucking online. But I, I always thought that that was a great party. Um, how it ended was stupid, obviously. Everybody's just like, in how the it room began room was fucking worse. The party? The movie. The, the movie is. <laughs> so, should we get into. Is, I think the clock's about to strike 12. It's about that time. It's close to midnight. Wow. Something's evil's lurking in the dark. Oh. You try to scream. Yeah, all right. I'm they can't see your dance moves, Kev. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like trying to throw it to him to pick up and start singing with me. It wasn't happening. <laughs> now, I've never seen this movie before tonight. And I gotta say that without giving any spoilers, I fucking loved it. Um, Kev, you brought this to our attention. You said, what do you mean you've never seen The Midnight? Yeah, I was like, how come you've never seen The Midnight Hour, Dan? It basically takes place in your neck of the woods. Yes, I Pittsburgh Cove, Massachusetts, which is a make-believe town. But <laughs> Massachusetts, nonetheless. Yeah, it yes. takes place in Massachusetts. You know, it, it does. It does, and honestly, I feel ashamed because you I'm. Should. 
I'm watching it. No, because you had you had been saying this since day one, so it's like I knew that we were eventually gonna watch it and then review it and stuff like that. But in the back of my mind, it's like there's a lot of things that people tell me to watch that just aren't that great, and that's never been the case with Kevin. Kevin always, if he's making a recommendation, it's always been fire, and this is no exception. Like, the ambiance and the feeling of Halloween through this movie, I think it's it's up there, it rivals the best of them, you know, when you talk about that kind of stuff. When you talk about your, your you know, hocus pocuses and you talk about all this, all this ambiance, your trick-or-treats even. Halloween Town. Halloween Town even, yeah. Um, and, and this movie seems to be like an amalgamation of all those things. It's not quite a kid's movie, but this isn't a gory slasher either. It's somewhere in between. And I feel like that's important with Halloween movies, you know? There's gotta be a neutral ground where, you know, you gotta, you gotta raise the generation up on, on movies like this without scaring the shit out of them too early. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I would thank you first and foremost for, uh, for bringing this to my attention. So, where did you first watch this movie, Kev? The first time I saw this movie, uh, let's go back, like, this was actually supposed to be a, uh, production that was supposed to be in the theaters, yep. but something happened, I don't know quite sure, because I actually remember seeing the trailer for it, watching G.I. Joe on <laughs> uh, WGN. Yep, yep. And I remember seeing that video, I'm at the Halloween. preview for it, right? because I remember the, the music for the Smiths, yep. that, that plays a big part in this movie, in yes. it, and they're like, oh, the Midnight Hour coming soon to you. Then after that, I never saw another preview for it. Hmm. And so, on November 1st, 1985, yep. uh, my brother Kurt was like, hey, here's supposed to be like a scary movie on ABC, like, you want to watch it? You know, I'm like in second grade. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll watch it. Then once I started watching it, I'm like, hey, this is that movie I was like telling you about. And Kurt's like, Kev, you're stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, because people don't understand. Back then, if you missed a movie, you missed it forever. Right. <laughs> you know, there was no DVR or anything. Yeah. And so, so that night, me and my brother just watched watched it. Yep. And I was like, wow, that's a really good movie. And so then the next day, my parents were like, "Hey, Kev, we got this. We recorded this really good scary movie last night <laughs> oh, <laughs> on, the, nice. on, the, on the VHS." Yes. And I was like, "I was like, okay, like, what, what is it called? They're like the Midnight. We're like, oh, me and Kurt ah! watched it last night, you know." And so, <laughs> so since then, like, it was always big, and it was one of it's my one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. Wow. And after watching it, I can definitely see why. So you said that it's it wasn't a theatrical release. Right. It seemed like it was. Like the like it's all there. The production value's there. This is a real movie. And and we've reviewed some not even real movies and they're made like today. Yeah. <laughs> and and this was back then and this was top notch. And there's specific things in it where we were talking about during the movie watching it that that were a sign of the times and I'm sure we'll get into all those things too. But a sign of the times in the best way possible. 
in the best 80s way possible, I think. Yeah, you know, um, on another episode, you'll hear us talk about Hocus Pocus, but um, I do yeah. want to shed a little bit of light on, uh, so this is probably like your Hocus Pocus for your time era. Right, right, you know? right. And there, right. there's a scene in the movie that actually reminded me of Hocus Pocus. It's when they're in school and they're telling about the, you've never seen Hocus Pocus, No, have I it? haven't. I haven't never seen Hocus Pocus. What? No. Yeah. So. Oh my God! <laughs> how did you? How did I not know that? Well, I want to drop the bomb right now. Oh my! Lacey just found that out. God! <laughs> wow, bibbity boppity. So you're saying like the whole part when they're in school? And... Yeah. So like in Hocus Pocus, there's a scene where they're uh, talking about uh, the legend of the Sanderson sisters. Um, you know, and in this one, they're talking about the legend of. Um, the pitchfork coke yes. yes the right. curse and um it's the, the the there's a little bit of similarity because like they're all buying into it you know right. and right. obviously there's skeptics and then there's the ones that really believe in it you know so yep. um just that scene it was very reminiscent of you know so i'm wondering if they maybe got inspiration from the midnight hour in hocus pocus a little bit right absolutely like, doesn't that scene seem... For sure. Oh, without a doubt it does. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a lot of similarities in terms of not only tone, but, like, balance. You know, these movies are hard to balance, I think. I think if you go too scary with them, then it kind of loses its appeal as to, like, what it actually is. Which, at the end of the day, it's a fun movie. And, you know, Halloween to a lot of people is like a lot of different things, right? It's like the scary one. But mainly, I think everybody can just say it's just fun to dress up, get candy, watch horror movies, just have fun. Right. And I think that that's what this movie is is a representation of. And I love it because, like you said, that's a perfect analogy. It's like the hocus pocus of the, of the 80s generation, yeah. right? And uh, yeah. for a while after, like, this movie... Uh, they would show it on Lifetime before Lifetime became the woman's channel. Oh, wow. <laughs> they, they, yeah. they, they used to show it constantly. They would pick it up and show it during the Halloween times, like once. Right. Because Lifetime was once owned by ABC at, right. at that time. Right. And so then, after a while, they started playing it at least once or twice a month. Yep. Yep. And so then, like, in, like... 19 some, sometime it happened where they just quit playing it right and so the whole DVD VHS we, we could talk about that later but <laughs> yeah I, I could tell you some stuff about that but yeah right. but that it just like when I was a kid I used to take my little red recorder and I would play it and hook it up to the record it on the TV yep so that way I could have the soundtrack to it so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, kids awesome. today will never know the struggles. No. <laughs> but I love stuff like that. It made it seem like it was worth it. Like, you, like, you, yeah. And you have so much more appreciation. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. So you said you've seen, when I asked you, you said you've seen this movie how many times? Probably about 400. Oh Four, 400 my times. Gosh. I think that's like, right, is, was this one of those movies that like you would watch every day for a month? Like I'd watch it every day. Every day, yeah. Really? So this was your screen. Th- that and the Warriors, yes. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but, and, and, but this is, but see, when I watch a movie like this, though, first of all, it's great to watch it with somebody that, like, is, is enthusiastic as Kevin. But at the same time, it's like, 
we're all laughing at the same stuff. It, it's a great movie, and and that I think is a true testament where it not only you know stands the test of time, but you could ask three different people with three completely different views on the movie, meaning first time watch, meaning 1400th in Kevin's case, uh, whatever, we're still gonna come to the conclusion that no matter what way you slice it or dice it, uh, this is a great movie. Yeah, I I honestly really enjoyed it too. I think um, for the time that it was in and the costumes and music, like everything, it just like all came together. And it felt like a Halloween film. Yes. And it's exactly what I needed in this moment, so thank you. Yeah, these movies are necessary, I feel like. Especially in this month. Yes, (laughs) and this year in particular. So, would you say that this is going to make a... Annual tradition viewing now. There, there's literally no doubt. And Kevin asked me that when we were watching it too, and I knew, I knew from the jump. Once I, once I saw that guy, and I was like, that guy looks like he could be from the Thriller video. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm in. I'm totally in. I really am. You know, um, I, if I'm, if I'm being totally honest, me personally, I'm such a sucker for Halloween. If it has an orange pumpkin pumpkin plastered on it like i'm just like like i literally i will show you underneath our sink i keep the shopping bags that have the halloween oh yeah i couldn't get rid of those literally like i'm just such a sucker for any of that any of that kind of stuff but over the years you know watching movie after movie and really understanding where and why why halloween makes me so happy or whatever it's like when when i watch these type of movies that's why. It's because the quality of them. It's not because it's just a, you know, oh, this is the Halloween episode of this, which, you know, a lot of those are hit or miss on TV shows. A lot of them, like, I think of that movie Fun Size. With, you remember that yeah, movie? Yeah, it's actually a pretty fun movie. It is not good, Kevin. It's not good. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a fun movie. It's I've fun. never actually it's watched fun. it, but I know it's a Halloween movie. I, I appreciated the ambiance, but that was a perfect example of me watching that movie being so happy because it was just, you know, Halloween through and through. The ambience was through the roof, but it was a bad movie. Yeah, so, I agree. I mean, it, it, was a, <laughs> it, was, it was entertaining. It, it was entertaining. I will give I absolutely it wasn't, agree. It wasn't the best movie, but no, but, it but purpose. It was Halloween. Like right. I said, I'll watch it. Hey, Halloween. <laughs> hey, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, let's get into the plot of this movie. You want to talk about that a little bit, Kev? You know, that these, I, I don't really know if they're in high school or because they look a little older to be in high school. I don't know if they're in college. <laughs> right. Because they don't really say, I think it's probably high school probably. Um, I think so because it does, uh, uh, the yeah. substitute teacher. Substitute and you teacher. don't have a substitute in college, I don't think, really. Right. Like, right. They just cancel class. And, That's know. true. <laughs> That's I, think, I think it's high school for sure. Yep. You know, then you have uh, Lee Montgomery, he played um, Phil. The main antagonist of the film, yeah. right? Whatever, you know, he's in class. He's the one that tells him about like his great 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 great. great, great. It's great. <laughs> his uh, grandfather was the one that put the end to the curse that happened 300 years ago, and yep. one of his best friends, Mel- uh, Melissa, her great 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 grandmother <laughs> was was the witch that unleashed this curse 300 years ago and so he was just basically telling what happens with this curse 
And so his friends think it would be cool to steal like the costumes and the artifacts from from the town square. <laughs> yep. Yep. And they go to the graveyard and unleash this curse on upon the town, and that's pretty much the plot. And all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Well, kind of. Mainly they just party. <laughs> Which I love. Yeah, no, I really dug the uh, plot of this. Um, I also really dug the cast. And that's something that you are pretty well versed in, Kev. Yeah. Um, Lee Montgomery, who played Phil Grenville, the main antagonist in the film. Yes. You know, he was also in the movie. He didn't really have too many movie roles, but he was in uh, Girls like to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. Yes. Nice. Um, that boy can dance. Well, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry Belafonte uh, played Melissa Cavender. Uh, she's known like in the 1980s. She was like a pop singer. She's kind of like a Charday type. I don't really know her music too much. Right. I just know the song that she did in the film. Her yep. name is very famous. Her, her name is famous famous her dad is more famous than her. her her dad was an actor actor uh singer he was an activist oh and you guys have seen beetlejuice right yes yes we you know the banana song yes that's her father oh ah, nice and also who also did the, the last song in the beetlejuice movie i don't remember what song it is but jump in the light Yep, that's, that's, that's him. He was, that's cool. And he was also an activist. He was good friends with Martin Luther King. Oh. Right on. Awesome. So I don't really know too much of her music. I just I didn't even know that was her father's until I did my research on it. Right. Then then there's Peter DeLuise. Obviously, he's the son of Don DeLuise. Halloween. Who was Burt Reynolds' best friend. favorite day of the year. Look at all these little fun facts. Um, <laughs> then Dee Dee Pfeiffer. I did not know this one. Dee Dee Pfeiffer? Dee Dee Pfeiffer is actually Michelle Pfeiffer's younger sister. I didn't know Dee Dee Pfeiffer existed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and she looks like her. She looks like her. Like, I never, I didn't know that until like I was doing my research for a little, a little of this. And I just, right. found, I just found that out myself. And I, like I said, I've seen, and she was in uh, the movie Vamp. No, that's one of your favorites. It's one of my favorites, oh. which that's where from Dustle Dawn kind of got the idea to have right. vampires in a brothel. Of, in a brothel. So, <laughs> nice. Um, Jonah Lee, who played Sandy, she was in a movie called The Quarterback Princess, but too big. It was a TV movie that was made in 1980 or 81 or something like that. And the main person in that movie was Helen Hunt. Oh, was that when she threw herself out the window? When she like, got all high on drugs? <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, Helen Hunt, she plays the... Her family moves this town, and she wants to be... It's based off a true story. She wanted to become the quarterback of this football team, and people didn't treat her very well. And also in that movie, it's also his first role is Tim Robbins. Oh! Look at that. And so then there's also Cindy Morgan... She plays Vicky, the substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. She was in Caddyshack. She was. the Underall. <laughs> and she was also in Tron, ah. which was Tron's love interest. 
I've actually, I've, actually, I've actually met her. She's a really nice lady. Right? She gave me two autographs for the price of one. Nice. <laughs> so on my Tron Criterion Edition, she wrote on the outside. She's like, I'm not supposed to do this all. And she signed the inside of it, too. Nice. So I've actually met her, so she's pretty nice. Then there's Kirkwood Smith, who plays Captain Warren. Uh, he was also the guy that... Kills Peter Whaler, Peter Whaler in <laughs> Robocop with a shotgun. Red Foreman himself. Yeah, then 70s show. Yeah, he might uh, stick a foot up in someone's ass. Yep. He, <laughs> he's one of those guys that, I mean, I can't see him anything other than Red Foreman. Until you think about him in Robocop. Until right. you think of him. And there's so many roles where he just kills it. Yeah. And this is another one. Like, he had... I was hoping this wouldn't be like, hey, we know him, so like we come to expect something and then he doesn't deliver. No, ladies and gentlemen, Red Foreman delivered in this movie. <laughs> Halloween, my favorite time of the year. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's your quintessential asshole. He yeah. is. Then you had Dick Van Patten, who was like the family dad like in the early 1980s for yep. Eight is Enough. He was also... Uh, Princess Velva's father in Spaceballs. Spaceballs! Watch out. <laughs> oh, that was him. Oh my god, you're right. Wait, I had to think for a second, but I'll. Oh, yep, okay, that dude. I haven't seen Spaceballs. What's, what's his combination? One, <laughs> two, three, three, four, five. Oh, what type of idiot have that on his luggage? God, you can't tell these guys like that movie at all. <laughs> then uh, Wolfman Jack, who was a famous DJ. Can you give us your best Wolfman Jack impersonation? Wolfman Jack! <laughs> <laughs> Which was a huge get for this movie, too, though. Yeah. You know? Like, that, like stuff like that, though, I love how... Um, how when big prominent names can, can do movies like that, because... It just makes it that much better. It just brings that much more legitimacy to everything everybody's doing right. here, like with the horror stuff. And, uh, yeah, he was, everyone knows Wolfman Jack, I mean, uh, he was the DJ in American Graffiti when they're scooping the loop. He was the scooping DJ. Scooping the loop. And that's how, and he used to have a Halloween show that used to be on all the old, yep. old stations, and yep. everybody used to play it and stuff like that. Yep. Um, there was also Kevin McCarthy. A lot of people may know him from Invasion of the Bice. Actually, he was the one that was telling people that stuff was going on. Yeah, okay. Yep. I've never seen that movie. No. It's good. Oh, it's good. Um, then he's also the president of the, of the company that tries to buy out UHF in the movie UHF. UHF, that's right. So, good point. Then the biggest star of the movie is obviously LeVar Burton. Well, where can I find LeVar Burton? Well, baby, you can take a look in a book. Is it in a book or read a book? Take a look, read a book. I don't know. Is it take a look in a book or take a look, read a book? Reading, reading. Yeah. That was terrible. <laughs> See, I actually never watched Reading Rainbow. So you don't even know the songs? No, I don't Space. know. Because that, that was like about the, the time. The Final Frontier. From your transition. Right. These are the voyages. 
No, I just remember uh, on Community, uh, he, oh, right. uh, he is one of uh, Donald Glover's uh, idols in the show, yep. yes. and he's like so excited to meet Lamar Burton, and when he does, like he just has like this fa- like stone, fa- like he can't say anything, he just freezes up. Yeah. One of the funniest episodes yes, in television history. Yes, that was history. good, that was good. A lot of people don't realize this, he got his... Acting through the TV show Roots, which was huge in the 19th. It was. Roots is still big. That that miniseries they did. Was it a miniseries? Yeah, Yeah. it was Kunta Kunta. Yes, Kunta. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that still holds up today. I think. Then there's a little little tidbit. Macaulay Culkin. That was his first movie. He's a little trick or treater in the movie. But you don't see his face. You don't see his face, but he is in the movie. Okay, so Kevin, you told me this was going to happen. Before the scene even happened, and I still failed to see him. <laughs> he was wearing a mask. I was so. looking at all the kids. I'm like, nah, that's not Macaulay. That's not. Nah, nah, nah. It's a quick flash, though. Like, it's it a quick flash. Right, right, right on. Um, then uh, the original soundtrack was written by Brad Fiddle. 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 Hey, the soundtrack is phenomenal. Let's just say that. First yeah. And foremost. Hey, little red riding hood. Again, just adding to like just that classic feel of, of a great movie yeah. is, is a great soundtrack. Absolutely. You know, the, he, uh, the main guy that wrote the original music, he did the score to Terminator, oh. Fright Night, Fright Night 2, Ooh. The Accused, which Jodie Foster won the Academy Award for. Oh, wow. True Believer with Tom, Tom Behringer. Nice. Which Lacey's mom loved that movie. My mom loved Tom Berenger. Yeah. Blue Still. That was okay. T2. T2? T2 is, that's a big one. You got a heart on for Cameron. <laughs> 91, the 91 Gladiator. Uh, the Real McCoy with uh, Kim Basinger and Val Kilmer. Okay. Kevin with all these fucking facts. Uh, striking is. Distance with Bruce Willis, which is an, a phenomenal movie. If you I know, love Striking Distance. If you, if you love whodunit movies. Oh, I've never seen also with Sarah Jessica Parker. Yep. Yep. Well, we're gonna have to put that on the list, baby. That's I've great, never seen that's it. A, that's an awesome. Striking movie. distance. Yeah. Okay. About the. About the boat. Yeah, he's a boat police. Yeah, that's great. Blink, which is a murder mystery, but I've never seen that. And he also did the music to the song of music for True Lies. Oh. True Lies is a great movie. Which yeah. Wow. I mean, that resume should, should pretty much spell it out for you right there. That this movie has fire-ass music. Fire! Yeah. Then the band, The Smiths. Yep. Everyone knows their music, The Craft. Yep. Some people would know their music from The Wedding Singer. Wow. And some would know it from the TV show Charm. I, I also oh is that isn't it the opener? It, for Charm? It, it, it's, it's the original <laughs> opener, but I don't believe they got the rights to it for That's, Netflix. Yep. So Netflix changed. It, oh. it, I hate when they fucking do that because uh, that song just like it. Watching Charm, like I only watched like the first season, and then I got to the second season. They changed it, like just changing that intro music. I was not as excited. Yeah, yeah I wasn't aware of that because I've never seen Charm. Kevin's <laughs> like, I don't well, care either way. there's a fun fact for you. <laughs> but that's how that's how I got introduced to the Smiths because as they're that just that right. the music you hear it. You're like, you, you either think it's from the craft, or, or you think it's from the wedding singer, or but when I when I hear that song, I think of the midnight hour. So I think in nineties period when I hear that. Even though this was eighty five. Fuck. 
Which was the year you were born. More so, though, because of the Charm series that you told me. No, we talked... I compared to The Craft. The Craft, for sure. Yeah. For sure, but wasn't it the opening to, like, we just said Charmed? Yes. That's what I remember it from, that's what I'm saying. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I am human and I want to be loved. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, what else we got, Kev? That's about it for the cast and like, music, music and, and stuff. All right. Um, well, let's get into like the makeup and costumes that were going on in this film. Uh, you know, you mentioned earlier, Dan, that like as we were watching it, you were like, "This dude looks like he came out the fucking thriller video." <laughs> <laughs> well, my actual thought process, uh, just seeing Hocus Pocus on the big, big, big screen last night, I was like, "He looks like Billy." And then I'm like, no, wait a minute. He looks well, nothing like Billy. What are you talking about? I said initial thought. He looks nothing like Billy. That's this a, is not a nuanced thought well, yet. That, that I'm a, getting there. Okay, well, that was a terrible initial thought. I know. Listen, I was <laughs> enjoying myself. Like nothing. And then I thought, no, that, that that looks less like Billy and more like something on a thriller video. And also, I'll say this, too. This whole movie just feels like an extended thriller video Which, to me. Yeah, you know, it does like the... In the best way possible, too. Yeah, I, like with the girl and the guy. Everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, every everything about it, the tone of it, like it was just fun. There were some parts that were scary. Um, just the, the, the... Okay, the design and the look was so ridiculous, I thought. Like, it was so good. I will take that kind of uh, of makeup and and artistry and, and all that kind of stuff over CGI any day. Like, give, give me anything from the 80s all day. I just think that there's a realism to it that you cannot you cannot recreate with CGI, no matter how hard you try. Speaking of that, that was actually... The guy who did all the makeup and everything and choreographed the thriller dance was the guy who actually did it for this film. I knew it. I knew it! <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I absolutely knew it. Yeah, it just has that feel. It has that feel. Like, the, okay, when I watched Thriller, it was literally the exact same feeling that I got from watching this movie. Just fun, energetic, feels like classic. Um, still kind of scary at times, but mainly just fun and just... Yeah, you, you can yeah. definitely tell Thriller had a big impact on that, especially when they're at the party. Right. Half the, half the people are dead, <laughs> and they're all dancing around saying, get dead, you know. Like, right. She's like, get dead, you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was stuck in my head for like a good, it's still stuck in my head. <laughs> yes. You're dead. You're dying. And then they're like attempting like yeah. somewhat of a thriller. And I was like, is everybody dead? <laughs> Are they dying? Not everybody's dead. <laughs> but, and, and also too though, as the movie progresses and, and more of the, the main characters are either getting bit or, or getting mauled by whatever, werewolves or whatever it is. Um, no matter what's happening, like I never felt like actually, um, anything bad was happening. It was just a lot of fun and like seeing everybody kind of transform 
Because it's it's not like you're never going to see these characters again. Now you get to watch them all zombified dancing. <laughs> it's like it's like the, it, it didn't feel like there was really anything at stake until we get to the end too, which we we talked about as it was happening, and and I feel like it did provide enough emotion and enough emotional beats at the end to to give it. Uh, I guess more legitimacy, but kind of take it out of the comedy area and make it more of a uh, an all-around movie, if that yeah. makes sense. Does that make sense? But there was a point to where you literally got freaked out. Of what part? When, was the, it? when the werewolf was in the... Um, oh! <laughs> oh my god, okay, no. That, like, you guys saw the same thing I did. That was fucking sketchy. No, like, that first scene when he looks down and he sees the chair spinning, that in itself is scary enough. And then you look back and then there's a beast thing and it's just coming at you. That is nightmare fuel. That That is literally a nightmare right there. That's... If anybody wants to get into inside my head, that's what a nightmare would be. It would be a twirling chair. Then I look back, and a demon. It looked like the it looked like the demon ghost thing from Ghostbusters, and it just starts running at him. I am all set, Zool. I am all set. Now, Kev, did this movie scare you when you were a kid? Since you were so young, watching no. it, never. No. <laughs> that's getting the shit out of me. I'm 35. I, I never. I've never got scared watching scary no. movies. No. No. The only time I got scared was when I was home watching you, watching Tales from the Crypt, and we are watching that Morton Downey Jr. one, and it was about the ghosts in the house. Oh. What, what one? It was the one where they, they go to the haunted house, and he was supposed to be in there for like an hour, and all the ghosts were starting to come out. That was the only time like Ooh. I've ever gotten Yeah, freaky. that was freaky, because that was around the time. Yeah, there was like a thunderstorm going on. And yeah. Yeah, we were home alone in Grandma's house. This is the Tales from the Crypt episode? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right yes. on. We should have watched that prior. Yeah. And we'll watch it this year for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, I, he, yeah. That's the only time we ever got scared. I remember Lacey was, was, Lacey was getting freaked out. I was like, I was like, what's going on, Uncle Kev? What's going on? I was like, are they coming home soon? Like, they went to, like, uh, Venture or something Yeah, because like they were looking stuff for your birthday. Yeah. There, there were a couple uh, freaky scenes. The other scene... Which we were laughing at as well, and it's just like, why would they just let this lady just chill in the room? First of all, why are they putting on makeup if they're wearing masks? We made that, we made that assessment as well, but why is she just standing there? It was just very strange, but also, there's one, there's a long take, and she's literally just staring at her, like, stone-faced the whole time. I just looked at the screen at one point. I was like, she's still staring. I was like, that's really creepy. Like, I don't care. I don't care how movies are edited or whatever. Sometimes it's the most simplest stuff. Sometimes it's not cutting and having somebody stare into the and stare into the abyss for a few minutes, or a demon coming at you after the chair. Yeah. Like, one, of, one of the two. So I think we've talked about the scary parts of the movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, um, let's get into... Uh, actually, there was one more scene with, um, you know, Sherry Belafonte and, you know, her descendant. Yeah, her great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great. That's who I'm talking about, that yeah. weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she's, like, down in the wine cellar. Oh, oh my God, like, yes. I, I never even really paid it, like, really right. realized this, because, you know, she... She's attacking her granddaughter. Bloodline, yeah. Bloodline. 
I'm kind of wondering if she knew that was her granddaughter because she's like, oh, she's like, oh, I used to have a dress like that. Well, she's, she's like, like, oh, it used to be. It's in my family for years. So I wonder if she knew that was some descendant of hers. You know, <laughs> she yeah. looked just like her. But like, like when when she's attacking her. Is that the scene that you're saying? Is when like, they're in the yeah, white cell. Yeah, when the, the Smith song was playing. Yeah. Completely yes. stylized. Yeah. That was well, awesome. And see, that's the thing that I was like kind of confused about. Is like obviously this chick is at this party, and you know, they, well, we have to back up a little bit because they, the kids go to the cemetery and they summon them, right. like unwillingly or unknowingly. Like, Great job, just, guys. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, before that, they're like at the wax museum to where you know the history and everything, and so there's a wax figure of her great 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 great, you know. And so when they're at the party later, she looks exactly like the fucking wax figure. <laughs> when you be like, hey, maybe like two hours ago, I was summoning you in the fucking. Um, I've never seen you in my hometown before. You're wearing the exact same clothes as the wax figure. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, right. um, like, or should have been some acknowledgement. Like, great costume. Like, right. Um, right. It just, I, I just thought that part was funny. But um, no, yes. one thing that I thought was really cool about that scene, aside from the Smith's music, which that that song's amazing. Anytime you hear it, as we've already discussed. But, this, but it's just for the for the people who haven't seen this film. It's just, it's not the the lyrical, it's not the lyrical version of the song. Yeah, it's, it's just it's the, the, right. the score. Yeah. Right, right. Um, instrumental, yes. And um, what the part that I liked about this is, like, obviously, full spoilers, guys. So uh, she attacks her, she bites her because she's a vampire. And witch vampire or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't really know. Like, yeah. I was kind of confused. Zombie or whatever. Like, all of the above. Ish. <laughs> and, uh, but, so that music's playing. And then all of a sudden, wine bottles just start fl- flying out. Like, <laughs> oh, as she's being bit. Like Only red wine. So is it wine? Is it blood? Well, yeah. Well, I think they were trying to, like, indicate that that's what was Cause, happening. Because they, they have that discussion where they're like, She's like, oh, should I get the white wine? Right. Or should I get the She's red like, wine? She's like, red. She's always red. Always red. Definitely the red. Red always, <laughs> red always quenches the thirst. Yes. And so, you know, then she, like, turns her back and she's looking at her family's cellar or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, well, it's so weird. You just see bottles just flying off. Flying off the shelf. <laughs> but see, I feel like, you know, with, with the bottles flying off and then the, like, it looks like blood. Right. Like, I feel like, as you stated before, that, like, for this made-for-TV, they probably had to, like, edit things down to where... I feel like that was, you know, this is me being somebody looking into things. And I feel like that is, you know, all that blood or all the wine screen, I feel like that's her draining her blood. Right, right. Like, that's well, how yeah. I, I perceive it. Is that how you guys took it, or...? Like, I never really noticed it until you said that, that in the mythology when we were watching it. And... Like the red is just because it was made for TV, for an ABC. Instead of gore, it's supposed you to get, be a family family yeah. horror film comedy, right? Whatever, and so they just indicated this. Hey, you know, she's emptying her blood, and that's the, and that's the blood represented the wine bottles. Yes, that's how I felt. But so, no, that was a good. That was a good. I've never, I, I've never noticed that after before. after four hundred watches. Yeah, so after four hundred watches. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's what I'll say about vampires. I think that. Above anything else, above zombies, above whatever, they're given leeways with their powers. Now we saw the we saw the wine <laughs> bottles. Is she telekinetic? 
can she make those bottles go flying <laughs> up in the air? Like there's so and, and if you if you look from vampire movie, they're they're all just a little different. They have slight tweaks in them. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So all these little tweaks, so many leeways are just given that yeah, I I feel like yes it was a symbolic thing, but like I'm wondering just how the wine bottles got off that shelf and just decided to pour themselves out, whether it means blood or not. Like, how did that get there? And so, here's another thing that, like, Lucinda, you know, who's Melissa's great, 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 great grandmother, she, she got hung the day after Halloween. Right, November 1st, yep. And she doesn't look like it's 300 years ago since this incident happened. And she looks like she's like a normal person, you know. It's like right. Well, no, and then after after she drains her great 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 granddaughter's blood, uh, and the next time you see her, why is her face white? <laughs> it was not white before that. She looks like Dave Chappelle in the newscaster skit that he does, trying to be the white guy. No, but like it's yeah, it was so ridiculous. Like, where did that come from? Yeah, like. She was fine before she drained her blood. There was no need to put on I, any makeup ever. But I feel like I feel like they were trying to like they're like, oh, you know what? To symbolize when people die, we'll make their faces white. Yeah. Or when somebody's dead, their faces are white. And like clearly her face like it was obviously like probably like an afterlife. Oh, well, we need to make her face white. Well yeah. no, see what 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 would have made sense is if it was the opposite. So if like, you know, a Sanderson sister or any vampire where they drink blood that's where they get their strength or whatever. If she had the white face kind of looking pale and deathly before, and then sucked her blood, and then she was she was normal, that would make more right. sense. Right. Cut taking her. I think that might have been just maybe a continuity. Like, oh, you need some makeup here. You know, like, Everybody else looks like this. Right. Like, why would she put on makeup? I mean, it just makes no sense. But, also, you gotta the, the comical guy, the comical parts of this film. Yes, right. Like the zombie the, montage. The, yeah, the zombie guy, like yeah, getting hit by the car, and like he's trying to read a paper because you know that's what he wanted to do. Then him eating the popcorn and yeah. making out with the ghoul on the couch, and she's, right. she's slapping him because he's not. He's not grabbing her in the right spot. I don't know if you guys ever noticed that. I did, yep, yeah. Yep. You know, if I was to be a character in this movie, I don't know if you guys are going to know what I'm going to say or not, but... Um, the if soap? I, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. If I was to be, a, you know, a character in this movie, I feel like um, I would be the little midget monster <laughs> that is licking Baby. the punch bowl. Oh my god! <laughs> Probably the funniest scene of the movie, in my opinion. He's like, ah. He just goes right for it. And then, like, when they're doing the dancing, you just see him, like, up, up on, on the thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, those are the type of parties, like, those are the people that I want to party with, to well, be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, see, that's who I feel like I would be in the movie. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, because they say in the movie that some people came back for good and some right. came back for just to do things that they never did. Right. And some came back to fall in love. Right. Then, okay, Sandy died in 1955, 1959. And she looks like you and me. You know, like, right. it's like... Right. And apparently she's like a magic zombie. <laughs> and what did she want? She was like, let's go get a shake. He was like, what are you talking about? She wanted a milkshake. She wanted a milkshake, right. And he was like, where where it? Give me a milk, Steve. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so basically, she wanted a milkshake. 
And so he takes her to the place where she thinks the milkshake is, and it's a movie complex. Right. It's the, yeah, exactly. Not the same time, sweetheart. Sorry. Well, and apparently she's a, like a magical zombie because like she's like here, right. I want to cheer, and. All of a sudden, she has magical newspaper pom-poms. Yeah, that just appeared out of nowhere. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was something else. I didn't know where that story in particular was headed, just because of all the other craziness happening on the uh, other end of the movie. Yeah, no, Dan's theory on this girl. I thought he was dead. Like, he was like, Poor she's girl. gonna kill him. She's well, gonna fucking kill him. Well, He's done. He's I, done. She's done for. <laughs> No, Thackeray Binks. Uh, but the thing is, it's like, I, either way, either way, it could have gone that way or it could have ended the way that it did. And it, this movie still kind of achieves the same thing. You know? It's actually kind of sad. It is, it is kind of sad, yeah. And that's what I mean about those emotional tones at the end. Like, I liked it. That was a nice touch. That could have actually broke the movie if it was done in a cheesy or a bad way or not executed properly but it was and they stuck the landing and I thought that's that's that was the exclamation point at the end and you know I my curiosity because I had never seen this either obviously um I asked you like before we even hit play on it Kev I was just like do people I was like is this a horror movie you go yeah and I was like do people die in it and you go yeah, people die. And I was some. like, and I was like, do any of these core characters die? You're like, some. And I'm like, thanks. And, um, the, the the thing is, though, like they all fucking die except for one. So, but uh, what is it that you said when they were reading the incantation? Is that if they if so, okay? One thing is about like anytime. You, they always break in to steal something, you know, right. like, yeah. they're always the right, hey, let's take it to the graveyard! Yes. Right. And so, and Phil did a lesson on this earlier in the day, mm-hmm. and he starts to hear this stuff, he doesn't question it once, and he's like, hey, this is the exact same thing I was talking about! Right. right. Yeah. One indication that you don't never open anything, it was written, like, on skin, written in blood. Right. In this, if it's sealed, don't break it because you're gonna unleash a curse. You know that's how it usually is. Right, right. But but in the, in, the, in the thing it says if you are touched by evil, you will become evil. Right. And if you later on that night, if you pass, if the night comes to pass, you'll forever be evil. Well, yeah, see, that's what I kind of like about this movie, Um, you know, because you're like, all right, so now is everybody, because everybody dies, like, they all get bitten and whatnot, and, you know, Dan, you said in the movie, you're like, so is now everybody going to wake up with, like, amnesia, like, it never happened, because literally the whole town is turned, you know, and then he does the spell, and everybody disappears, and, you know... Like you said, if you die by evil, you you, you die. Right. You know, which that's that's unique in this form because in a movie like this, um, you know, usually things go back to like normal or some type of normalcy. Right. You know, kill the head vampire, kill them all. Like, well, it, it it's true to form in a lot of like other horror movies. Like, for example, like when they go to the police to try to like tell them like what's going on, like strange things are happening in the town, like they do in Killer Clowns right. from Outer Space, or even in Hocus Pocus. Anytime you're in a horror movie and they they go to the cops, they never fucking believe them. Like, like, oh, whatever. It's right. Halloween. You're pranking us. Um, the fuzz. 
told you the fuzz wouldn't believe us. Right. When's the last time <laughs> nice. you heard the word fuzz? Nice. <laughs> I got a question though. It's a burning question that I'm having. How did that play out at the end where where the, the little ghost cheerleader, you know, vampire girl there? Sandy? Yes. How did she talk to the wolfman? Like, did, wasn't she already gone at that point? Right. So how did she get him to play that? All I could think of is that scene in Back to the Future where the guy comes and he's like, this has been sitting in the post office for X amount of years. Like, what is she, like, leaving a voicemail or something that just, like, sat on the Voicemail 1959. Wait, that's what I'm saying. 1955. He's alive. The doc. He's in the Old West, but he's alive. No, but, like, that's what I thought. I was like, how did that... But, but then I quickly realized that questions like that in a movie like this it could, are just stupid. <laughs> it, it could be possibly... One way of looking at it, that it was another Phil and Sandy that Sandy felt this certain way about a Phil, and it just happened to be he was listening to the radio at that oh, time. That well, could be. Well, when did she have the time to take her lipstick and mark the gravesite SM plus uh, PM. PM? Another thing, right? That's another. That's equally a, a burning question. And, I mean, because he obviously goes up to her grave and. I miss you too, Sandy. You've been gone two minutes. Um, But, no, um, I I, I thought the storyline was really cute between the two of them. It was. I mean, you were kind of creeping me out with, I'm thinking, like, she's going to eat him alive. Well, that's what I thought. And I'm like, no. But then she's like, some of us are here, not all bad, some of us are here to fall in love. And I'm just like, oh, I love, and they're like, making out in the back seat. Right. And then some dude comes and, like, hits his car, and he's like, he better have insurance. But, um. It was the judge. Yeah. Yes, it was. Well, I'm so used to, honestly, that, you know, one thing that a lot of horror anthologies have in common, uh, they are very dark. They do end with that. I thought it was going to be all nice and she was going to help him, and then she was going to rip his head off at the end. <laughs> like well, a fairy mantis. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, yeah, she's done with him now. So uh, that's where I thought it was going. You were wrong. Are you happy? I'm, I'm so happy I'm wrong. You know why? Because... I love when a movie just does its own thing. You can tell what it was inspired by, you know, like you said, um, this is, you know, a lot of a lot of the people looked directly out of a thriller video and they dance just like it too. And like everything about this movie just screams Halloween and fun and all of that. So like to have its own identity um, different than any other thing that came before or after it, it, it's great. And then with all those fun facts like Macaulay Culkin and all that kind of stuff, that just adds to it. And and to me, that's what puts it over. And I'm not going to get into my ratings, but usually that's what what that's what gets it to the top. See, one thing I also like after so many times I watched it. Yeah. Like I never realized the contrasts of the lightings as 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 the film went on. Right. You know, like when you first go to the party, the party's all lit and lit and everything, you know, yep. all colorful. Then then t- during the the transitions of like people getting turned into zombies or ghouls yep. or Right. Vampires or werewolves. Yep. The lighting starts to become dark. And it's oh. like when they become, Halloween. when they go to the house yep. for the baby. last time when they have to get his great 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 grandfather's ring, whatever. Right. The ring. 
that from his friend stole from the crate, whatever, that <laughs> when they go to the house, the house looks like it's been dead. Decrepit. Like, yeah. Yep. Like it's been there and it's all like gray and everything. I love that. Yeah. Like I, I, I like, I just now like noticed that like a couple yeah. viewings ago after I watched right. it. Right. Viewing 394 maybe? Yeah. Viewing 4,000, it hit me. But yeah, I never like realized that until like yeah. just a couple of viewings ago right and then when you see that you're like oh that's right. kind of cool then you see like in like when they're dancing and stuff you could see in the video like who's human and who's not right because there's one scene where like everyone's like dripping blood right yep and yeah. so then you could see like you could see with the with the, the song that sherry about alifante yeah Whatever came up with. Yeah, so. because Catwoman's sister wasn't dead at first, no. and then um, she comes. Catwoman's sister. <laughs> well, and then she comes down the stairs, and uh, she's clearly dead after that point, and right. she's starting to turn everybody. I oh, like that scene. That yeah, was a good one. Cool. They're like, they're like, oh, when people used to dress like that, you know, they would be burned, they would be burned at the stake. stake, and they're like, yeah. oh, this is different times. And like, right. Something, and then she bites the guy, and they're like, something's never changed. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's another thing too. There are some great lines in this that are accompanied with some some of the over the top moments, which which I think fit in perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Ken, do you have anything else you wanna? I just I still watch this movie every Halloween, and it's still one of my favorites, and it always will be. I mean, so, it... what is your rating on this film? Uh, we, we go out of five. Out of five? Mm-hmm. I give it four out of five. So. What do you mean this is like your top ten and it's not a five? <laughs> it, has, it has to be like a Saving Private Ryan top. What do you mean? <laughs> like, what, what do you knock it for? I don't knock it. It's just well, like... Th- for enjoyment and in your top ten, it's a five. I'm going to Right, okay. <laughs> You've so. watched it over 400 times. I would hope you would give it a five. <laughs> I'm just going by... Uh, by perspective. Okay, in my opinion, yes, it's five out of five. Yes, right. it's your personal opinion. So, but as a technical rating, you right. give it a four out of five. I got you. Okay. I got you. For sure. Fair enough. For sure. Fair right. enough. Tom. Yep. Yep. And Dan Chase. Um. Yeah, I would agree. This is, you know, when it comes to a movie like this of this caliber, I'm just trying to look for things that are wrong or maybe try and poke a hole in it. But I can't because I'm enjoying myself too much. And I'm enjoying watching this ah! during October! <laughs> You've seen it there first. <laughs> you heard it, folks. Wow! <laughs> he literally jumped out of the seat. That was, was so worth it. That was worse than the little fucking barber demon <laughs> that, thing. That, that was worth every moment. <laughs> wow, ladies. I'm done. He, I, give, he, I give Midnight Hour a five. He's he so sure. I'm out. <laughs> No, finish on. Sorry. No, that's all I got. What do you mean? I gotta go change my shorts. <laughs> I know who. He literally jumped. Oh, did he not, Kevin? He did. I don't know why that got me, but it did. <laughs> the midnight hour has me shook, ladies and gentlemen. You're, you're thinking of that little creature. Yes! <laughs> that little fucking demon. What do you mean? I'm wow. Not... <laughs> you're welcome, guys. Thank that you. That really happened. Wow. Get, just so, give so what was your rating? Five. Give yours. <laughs> um, yeah. <coughs> Serves me right. <laughs> yeah, no, that like hurt my throat. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I really enjoyed this. I, like I said, I, I, I like the ending a lot. Um, 
you know, it's different than the, like, it follows tro tropes of uh, other films, uh, but the ending was different in my opinion, so it makes it stand out. Let me get you back for that, you know, right? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. Um, but it does follow, um, or it, it, it is different. It has a fun little dance sequence. Um, mm. It does feel like the thriller. Um, you know, it's cool that you can recognize that Back to the Future was shot at the same place. Yes! Um, you know, so, hell, I'm gonna give me mood. I'm gonna give it a five as well. Woo! In the midnight hour, That's we the all song. gave fives. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to our first episode. Also, too, uh, the midnight hour, check it out. It's on YouTube. You can find it. It's hard to get on DVD like Kevin was talking about earlier, but you can find it. It is out there if you seek it. So, Lacey Lou, what else do we have coming up for this month of October? Uh, well, as I said before, this is our uh, second season, and this is the opener for Girls and Chills for Whoa. October. Uh, we have a lot coming, and I'm not going to spoil them. Uh, Dan needs to go change his shorts, but before that, <laughs> um, I would like to thank it's my Uncle up. Kevin for, Woo! you know, coming on and, you know, providing so much insight over these years, and I, we'd love to have you back. Open invitation anytime. I have a feeling Kevin will be Two back. thumbs up. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to say to anybody? No, I just enjoyed chatting with you guys about a film that I'm very passionate about, and, uh... Thank you guys for letting me be on your show. Thank, Thank you, you for, for coming. coming, man. And happy Halloween to everybody out there. We will see you next time. Peace, Peace out, A-Town. Thank you.